Yo, what's up? Another Spanish Raven episode. Oh, fuck. It's getting hot around here, man. I don't know what it is. It's just, uh... Thank God I have AC, man. I'm in my car right now. So I apologize if you guys hear the AC a little bit. Um, but I need that motherfucker on, bro. Because, um... I get I get real stupid when when it's hot, bro. My my brain stops functioning. My I just go to basic fucking uh, functions, basically. <laughs> Fuck, it's already started. Uh, so basically, I just go in. I, I I know what I'm doing, but it feels my mind feels so distant. Like I can't grasp grasp initially. <clears throat> what's being done and it's just like it's all rhythm and just like uh muscle muscle memory basically you know, you know when i'm working and when i'm driving my eyes are kind of dazed and i'm just trying to f- i don't know it's like my brain gets fried um shit i remember uh i have a lexus right now like two is a nine used um i remember back in the days my first two cars man i loved them cars i, I love my first one the most um, I had a, a 91 Ford Explorer, uh, Eddie, Brower, Eddie Bauer edition. It was a red kind of, it was just a red bucket, man. I, I miss that shit. It was a huge, it was just a huge like SUV kind of like thing. Um, it was just dope, man. It was simplistic, nothing too crazy. Probably cool for the 90s or sophisticated looking, but it was just great. I mean, I had a fucking broken driver window. Um, it was, uh, the window was fucking like off of the, uh, the fucking, um, track, the track, it was off the track. And so it wouldn't, it would not align right or correctly with the, where the window is supposed to be like the little, uh, slots is supposed to slide, slide it up into the correct section. It just, it hit one side of the window and then like the, I don't know how to explain it, but like the, uh, the side uh, with the fucking, um, uh, rear view mirror, like uh, driver rear view uh, mirror. It, uh, that part would be open. There'd be a gap because you stick your hand through it because the window was being pushed because of the track and the motor towards the other side and not, it wasn't just sliding all up at once. <laughs> I remember I used to have to park that shit on the street. I'd be so paranoid because I would have the window. You could easily break into my truck. I I even put like a black garbage bag in the fucking uh, window and door, folded it over and then locked the door. Uh, it just. And then fucking um, I remember my homie's uh, car got taken. And uh, me and my homie Devontae, my, uh, we were driving uh-huh. around the. Uh, the area looking for it because um, we thought it, uh, that it was taken uh, locally uh, by someone and um, at least I think this is where it happened uh, no you know what because I think Joel might have been with me but my yeah I think Joel was with me it was another situation but uh, I fucking uh, I was adjusting my, myself in my seat and my fucking seat broke and fucking, it, it would not stay up now. So it, the whole the, the whole driver's seat, it just fell back. Like I can't sit it up. So I had to put fucking milk crates, uh, behind my motherfucking seat. It like, 
and it, it'd leave impressions on the back of the seat. Luckily, it wasn't leather, nothing like that. It was just like foam and cushion and shit. But like that motherfucker was like imprinted tough on the back of my driver's seat, and um, it was just uh, it was just cool, man. It had so much space. Uh, it was just it made noise. It was rattled, you know. Like the suspension wasn't that good. It was just old, but. I don't know, man. It was red, too. I'm thinking about paying my Lexus towards the end when I'm getting all the other stuff fixed first, like, on the, at the end. Like, the, this could be, like, a, a nice, dark red coat uh, of paint on my on my Lexus. Um, You know what? I was thinking about that, but I, I think I did change my mind to do yellow and black because I got gray right now. And if I paint it black, I think with, with like little parts of yellow, like I want to put the calibers, uh, I want them to be yellow, I think. The rims to be black, uh, maybe black chrome. I don't know if that's a thing, but I'm not into, I'm like, I don't know all that shit off top. Um, I think, yeah, I think maybe accents of yellow. Like it's, it's like subtle, you know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, now I fucking had a a 96 Honda. Well, I lost the fucking 91 truck because it fucking blew a head gasket on the fucking freeway when I was on my way to go to a studio. It was like around 5 or 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, man. And then had no money. Had to have my cousin come pick me up. (laughs) Oh, man. And then uh, the 91, I got into an accident. Um stop and go traffic it was it was it was simple but it was a it was a thing um no one got hurt my car got fucked up their car was cool i was behind them they uh they fucking uh started going hell hell fast and i thought that fucking uh stop and go part because i was getting off of a, a ramp right there just just about to get off and then uh, they hit the brakes hard. My reaction was fucking weak as fuck. Hit the, hit their shit. Slapped my head against the uh, fucking steering wheel. That shit was bad, man. My neck was fucked up for a while. Um. Yeah, the money for that got me this fucking down payment with this Lexus and shit. So this is actually my first legit car. I went, I went to a dealership. It's used, so it's not like... New, new, you know, but it's cool. Um, motherfuckers has AC and a heater, bruh. Oh my god, that shit. That shit was amazing to me. Fucking my other cars didn't have that, man. It'd be winter, bruh. I used to wear gloves in my fucking car, bruh. And uh, <laughs> my steering wheel, they have no cover. I have a cover on this Lexus one. Um, but it didn't have no cover, and uh, the wheel, steering wheel was fucking, um, it was a uh, fucking um I forgot what the material was. It was like the plastic, but that plastic got cold as fuck. Like in the winter, like my hands would be freezing. I'd have to get up like in five to like seven in the morning for different jobs at that time at those times. And um my hand would be touching it and I'd be freezing, I'd be shaking. Ah man, I forgot about those times where I'd be shaking my truck or my uh Honda just trying to go to work. And like I'd be shaking the whole there, the whole way there, and then 
it'd be like a 30 minute or 40 minute drive to work and I'd have the heater on the whole time and it wouldn't work until the last two minutes I'd pull in to my to the to my work it was always just a, it was just a bitch man <laughs> uh and then uh yeah man I fuck I used to have to hold up for the Honda the 96 I used to have to hold up the window because it had the same issue like the truck it wouldn't be on the tracks but it was better like that but it the uh the track itself I guess needed to be replaced because the window started to get too heavy for it and so it fall down like you roll it up if you held the button it was still cool but once you let go of the window button it like it sink a little bit and um so there's always a gap in that shit and if you're driving somewhere like like over a freeway or one of those uh freeways where it's over water and like there's halloween like for instance the ultima uh ultima pass you you gotta hold the window because that motherfucker thing is like it's like shaking violently like i was worried the window was gonna come out because for the honda the fucking window used to stick out like it would like sometimes it go past where it's supposed to go for the window like i don't know how to explain that but if you had a fucked up car before you might understand like the win that driver's window used to roll all the way up as far as it could but for some reason towards the end of its guiding track or it wherever it's supposed to stay in place it it would push the the glass outside the door so the the edge part of the window would be sticking out further than my car so like there was always a gap and the the it just felt like the window could be uh moved or like ripped apart off the track when I'm driving and, and hit someone else or some shit. So I had to hold that shit because it felt like the window was going to come out. And um, <clears throat> it was just crazy, bro. It's just, uh, yeah, I was just, uh, I was just thinking about that shit right now. Yeah, man, I miss that shit. I want to get like a truck or SUV. Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I fucking went into this whole rant about it. Uh, not even a rant, but uh, let's see. Um, here's a little news, I guess. Uh, I was fucking reading right now. I wrote down my notes, but I wanted to. I'm trying to think like if I'm gonna mention something. It's it seems obvious, but like I want to make make sure I at least get good knowledge of it. It's um, I guess now what they're doing is uh, reforming, uh, police reform over here. Um, I'm in the Bay Area. Um, so <clears throat> they're saying uh, San Francisco Police Union, uh, San Jose Police Union, and L.A. Police Union are uh gonna go. They're starting a new database where they're trying to get rid of all these cops who are like ha are racist and have some grudge against like you know just have these misconducts and shit like that you know because I, I i think that was new york i think i mentioned new york had a, had a law where they were able to see not specifically specifically say who but 
if the the public can see if this this officer had multiple uh, violations against him or her and uh, con uh, fucked up conducts and shit like that. Um, they're able to see that now. Um, I think this is not the same thing, but it's what it's doing. It's uh, it's a new database where it's gonna list who has these fucked up misconducts and who's racist and stuff like that. And um, they're the former police officers who who they're trying to make it harder for another, I guess, union or um, police uh, department to hire them because everyone's going to be able to use them and, like, search their name and say, oh, this guy, he was fired for this over here in this department, um, and this is what he's been doing. Uh, we don't want him on the force. It's just like, it's like, I don't know, after, like, I don't know how poli- long police been no- been around, but a good ass minute, especially with the this technology and shit, and like the database just now starting, bro. Like not even like, like just to be like, hey, have you heard about this guy? How was he doing? Da-da-da-da. But like, it's just now being official. But at least he's doing it now. Whatever. Um. So it's gonna do that. It's not going to allow these police officers to be hired from a de- to another department. Um, it's going to, I guess, have a status of each officer to show their status or how much they have improved or need improvement on de-escalating situations, um, the trainings, uh, what their training is like, um, how much more training they need and all these different aspects and they're gonna uh, have a analysis, I guess, site for the public to use to, uh, to see or monitor or track uh, these kind of things or to show what these officers are learning and how they're being taught that, I would, I think. I read, a, it was just like an ABC7 kind of report I was just reading right now. Um, it was brief, you know, on a side note, it's just, I don't know, these reports I've been reading here and there now, they don't seem as long as they did before. I don't know if it makes me, uh, I don't know, question, I guess, the validity or how real it is, because it just feels like anyone could write like these five little pr- paragraphs. Uh, or maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just an age we're in where we get so much information so much frequently that... If we get a small little thing that's maybe two paragraphs worth, they try to extend it to make it like a whole page worth, I guess. And it just seems like you guys wrote so much for something that you could just said in like a sentence or two. I I don't know. It just makes me weird. And um, it's just something I noticed. Um, Nothing big and shit. But... um, or like one like those reports that really say nothing. They like they try to bring. Obviously, we all know about the uh, headlines, you know, just to catch you. And then no one, re- no one really reads the article. Only just a headline, and then they feel like they got the just of the conversation that's being talked about and shit. I mean, I've done it before. It's it happens, but like I'm trying to like get better not doing it. So, but. Like, 
I've I've read a few reports here and there. Nothing worth remembering, but it's just like um, I'm reading it. It's just like all this is like I remember growing up as a kid that you had to cite sources. You have to not give your opinion because it's not an opinion piece. It's a fucking like article with that's supposed to be about facts. That's it's supposed to give. An, an idea or an impression of what both sides are arguing and it's just oh it's supposed to be unbiased but like I've read something where like uh, they just straight out said like they didn't say we don't fuck with it or like it, it, it had this tone it's like yo are you even a journalist bro like I could be more of a journalist than you bro you're not saying nothing or the way you're saying it it's I don't know. It's like something everyone knows. Like, journalism is kind of like... It's kind of going away. It's just more clickbait and just more like... Anyone can make a comment about something. And if it gets traction, even if you're not a journalist, you just made a comment. And people like what you said. Then it could be a, a, a true validated statement. Or it can just get people's attention and... Without facts, people are just take it as, you know, as sacred word or some shit like that. Um, that's that's basically it. So so it's good, you know. Um it's good that uh there it seems like they may be putting money into reforming and training the police and all that. <sighs> this has been this has been bugging me a little bit. I felt bad about it because I've been thinking about it. I've heard arguments for it. I I, I made a post a while back uh, when those whole, you know, riots or um, um, protesters. That's what I was trying to think. Protesting, uh, protesters and protesting started. And uh, I made a post. You know, I you know supporting supporting uh, these organizations and shit and one of them had defund like defund the police like this is very beginning phase like might have been the first day i at least i started hearing about it uh way before it was on news and shit like the way before it was um it was popular or um trending um i put defund the police and all that because the the, the argument i guess there was two sides of the defunding um, basically, the defunding that I was thinking of and uh, I heard uh, and I, I agreed with was reallocating money from the police to these organizations that are going to basically be doing or be taking a more, I don't know, prolific or provo- not provocative, um, proactive. I don't know. I just went dumb right there. Uh, basically, <laughs> well, basically, they're going to take a more active stance in doing what they believe and what everyone believes the police should be doing. Um, and it seemed correct, you know, like, okay, police is getting all this money. They're not focusing it on what they're doing. For instance, like, um, I just said the word like five minutes ago. It's uh, de-escalating de-escalating situations or training them or even like giving constant basic training uh, on a regular basis 
So since all this money that they're going, so it should go to another org these organizations. Not all, not all the money, because we want the police around. Because like, someone's got to do the job, you know. And then there is good people on uh, police, police officers and shit like that. And basically, I was thinking about this too. Sorry for breaking it off, but if we had a police ourselves. Like, so many of us would not be able to focus on what we want to do in terms of a career, in terms of our life, spend time with family, friends and shit, just, just doing all these things <clears throat> because we would have to focus on the basic thing of, like, taking care of our own neighborhood. Like, you, you can spend time with family and friends like that, sure, but, but I mean, like, patrolling an area, um working constantly because let's be real not a lot of volunteers are gonna want to fucking go and be the um the guys basically guarding the tribe or the the area or the people within this location you know i mean realistically think about that uh and then you're gonna have people who are like gun happy about not I, i got guns too but like they're fucking like, they just get excited holding a gun, and that's the kind of guy you kind of gotta be worried about, cause it's like, do the guys know how to use a gun? Have they trained before? Do they know it's not a toy? Are they is something wrong with them? If they're, uh, I get it. Sometimes you might be excited, but it's it's like weird to be around those guys, cause you don't know if they're just trigger happy and um, and all that. And so that that's a constant worry. Um, it becomes a job, basically, a more uh, intense job. Because um, what the police do is, is it's intense and shit. Um, you know, because they don't know if they're gonna die that day, get injured, or be involved in something hella crazy. And so, basically, all I'm saying from that point is that all of our times are gonna be like some some are some of us. Our main focus on times could be put into that instead of doing what we want to do. Whereas there's these people who want to protect others, who want to do the job, and who are happy to do the job, even though it means all this stress and shit like that. They're protectors. Um, so that's that's my thought if you were to defund the police. Because I was getting, I was really thinking about, I'm like, yo, we might actually have to protect ourselves and get together with other people and just patrol the street. This is like way back in the beginning where we thought things were going crazy. Crazy year, I mean. It's a sad thing where it's like, we as humans, you know, we, uh, we can, uh, we can, uh, what's the word? It starts with a, um, God damn it. It's like a chameleon, um, adapt. We can, I don't know why I thought of community. I guess it's camouflage. But uh, adapt. Uh, we can adapt, you know. Give ourselves a uh, benefit of the doubt. We can adapt. And so with all this craziness, things are starting. I don't know. At least in my circles, it seems things are stressful as fuck. But we're adapting to a point where, like, it's, it's what it was like before the riots. But with just a little bit more stress. And not in stress in the obvious sense. It's just like... Uh, we can't go here. 
we can't go there or like you like my homie you know your businesses like you gotta wait for uh ship shipments of your product a little bit more longer um and shit like that it's just there's a few more extra steps than there were before um i'm kind of a little bit disappointed listening with myself that i'm trying to be as more about change but like man you just get caught up in yourself and it's kind of fucked up like people are, are this way where like it's not that i don't care it's just there's a lot of day-to-day things that are like taking my attention away and then like if you guys if you're someone with a dream or like doing something that's usually your main focus and then like if you take stuff away uh, your time away from that and it's like fuck i'm not even paying attention to my own shit i'm doing all these little tedious things and that's taking my attention away from my what i want to do my life and then oh shit this is taking away from my attention and keeping up with these reports um what's happening in the news with this you know whole movement and and then um well thankfully thankfully i was able to do at least one good thing i was able to do the census so people i say it's cool um i just know that that was being preached that during uh one of the big things being preached during this whole movement um you know, you know, especially with Killer Mike saying, you know, you got to do the census. And I understood, like, um, it's just less, I think the government or the state know how many people we have in our area and, like, how much money our area would need to better fund everything. It just lets you know, like, how many people are repopulating in our area. Uh, we need money, more money to support everyone here. Whereas if you don't fill out the census, they might just have an idea of what the number is, but it's not really real because you didn't fill out the census. The census is pretty easy. It's my first time doing it electronically. Um, I did it once before when I was a kid. Um, paper, uh, paperway, the uh, like, actually, <laughs> I think I don't know how if they still do this, but like I used to back then, they had someone with a clipboard come to your house, and you would stay like maybe ten, fifteen minutes with them outside your place, and you go over like, okay, this census, um, I'm with this person, they'd have a badge or some shit like that, and you just give your information to them, <clears throat> and at least they look look legit, you know, um, yeah, you just do that. And then, because they were going door by door to, you know, see everyone's, you know, to do the census and shit. Um, I did it this year. I did it like two, three days ago. Um, yeah. So it's, this whole thing is still on my mind. Um, it's been real tough, man, because I've been getting, I just hearing one thing from one person or one group and then hear it be like totally, uh, totally denounced by the other side for good reason. It's just like fuck, dog. And so that brings it back to the whole defunding. Um, I guess some people. It seems like the majority. I like. I even see on Instagram these people like I know, or uh, these groups that I just follow, um, like like activist groups. They're like just defund the police. We want to get rid of the police and shit like that. And it's just like y'all. I mean. 
it was stressful as fuck. Like, y'all, have y'all really thought this through, or are you, like, letting emotions guide you, bro? Because it's good to be emotional because it gives you that drive, like, I want change, you know, and this and this and that. But you also got to involve some, uh, you got to analyze it. You got to some, some like, um, analytical sense to it. Because, I mean, like I, like I said earlier, you know, like, you, you take away the police and shit. Then you got, who who's going to, you know, do the watch? Who's going to do patrols? Are you? I don't think you are, really. I mean, you're just a speaker, you know? You, you're just a person who uses the voice and shit. Do you think you really save someone? Do you think you can protect someone other than yourself? Are you so are you serving of others than yourself? Like all these questions of morality and like survival and death kind of come play with that shit cuz it gets real. Um it gets real fucking fast. I mean, are you willing to be out in the open to be on guard with a gun in your hand? And not use it immediately with every circumstance. Because now you got to break down a situation. You got to talk to others. And if it's a, a you got to learn how to de-escalate. Do you know how to do that? Because if you're just going to sit there and argue with someone, yo, you 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 wrong for the job, man. And uh, all this shit got to come into play. But, like, you know, um, listening to, you know, former... Uh, seals who like you know like Jocko Willis and shit he broke it down you know like you know police needs constant training which you don't really think about they need and then they need some time off for mental stress you know like if they take someone's life or if they're just on a job and they're feeling a certain way they're down the mental state is all fucked up and it's just like well shit that's gonna take money right so you can't really defund them you have to put more money. You have to support. You have to support them more. You have to care more for them, which in turn will have them feel like they're being supported and care for you. And I know it's hard, especially you know I'm from the I'm from the hood, basically. You know it's kind of like fuck police. You know fuck twelve, all that shit. And it's just it's it's hard to think that way. You're like. What the, fuck? what the fuck? Like, if you were to say this to your homies, it's going to be weird as fuck. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, nigga? Like, don't you know, like, this cop did this to one of our homies? Don't you know, like, we ain't got no good cops around here in our area? Um, I mean, if you're into hella trouble, you know cops by the, the first and last name, man. They just see you and they're like, oh, yo, you got to come here, bro. Like, they're checking on your stats constantly. Even if you did one thing wrong, they're like... I'm gonna keep an eye on you, and it's just there's no there's no committee of like, hey, I'm here to protect you. It's more like, yeah, you are you better get in line, or I'm gonna, or I'm gonna take you out. I'm gonna deal with you, and that's from the police, man. It just makes you feel like, yo, this is this is a motherfucking gang. Obviously, everyone knows it's a gang. It's one of the biggest gangs in the world, because it's in all districts, all areas. <clears throat> you could be from another country, and you have this like. Like, oh, this nigga's a part of me. In the grand scheme of things, he understands what I go through. All right, for sure, man. We cool. You know, other police to other police and shit like that. Uh, basically, that's what it was. I, I mean, I, I went down the rabbit hole of this whole thing. Um, whoever's listening, you know, I appreciate it. 
uh, this me just kind of airing things out and breaking them down. I kind of do it in real time. Um, I have an idea of it, but like really, at least verbally, at least to myself, I'm breaking it down when I record and when I do this. Um, and I'm sorry if it seems like rambling or like you can't keep up with my mindset because I kind of go here and there and I'm trying to get better at that's why I think these podcasts are helping because I'm trying to I'm getting better with formulating an idea and following it through with like how to how to share it with other people and how to give evidence or my facts or opinions like solid solid uh like have, I'm, I'm trying to have them have validity. I, I think I think that's a word. Like actual, actually makes sense when I'm delivering them out to people or when I'm saying them out in public. Um, because I'm a I'm a quiet I'm a quiet dude. And I don't really say much. I'll make a comment on it because it's like you can't. I believe you can change people, but like you could just tell people who want to change or like if you were to interject some change in them they'd be like they'd they'd take the time to hear it out and shit like that but with me not talking too much or getting serious in these conversations with people because i'm like y'all ain't ready y'all ain't really to y'all ain't ready to really have these conversations to talk about your morality to talk about fucking life and death or like really give your opinion and be real and honest so i'm like all right i'll just keep it service level i don't really speak on that shit and so when I'm actually speaking on these things that are on my mind, because it's like it's like a muscle, you know, you use it or you lose it. And because I don't have these verbal muscles or mental muscles of articulating my points and following them through through a conversation or a um, not an argument, but a um, <clears throat> a um, what's that thing where you can have. Um, two opposing sides or a debate a debate or when i'm debating um so these muscles are getting stronger um personally that's what i'm noticing um so yeah that's that's all with that's my thoughts on what's been happening with that shit um let's see what else i got (laughs) okay okay i see uh this might be old like a week old but this is the way i do the podcast so whatever uh, six nine. That nigga's troll. Oh my god, bro. That nigga's out of pocket. <laughs> He's trolling Lil Reese about that fucking video. The uh, I guess Lil Reese. I'm, I haven't really heard of him or followed him until this. But uh, uh, I guess like he's a rapper from Chicago. <clears throat> uh, talking about six nine and all that shit. It's like six nine's going like on a tour of like just. Like he was out in LA promoting himself in front of Nipsey Hussle Memorial on a wall, uh, wall memorial, and then now he uh, he just going around and shit, uh, like out in the public. I mean, he has hella guards. Like I'm hearing like double digits, but or at least close to double digits. But <laughs> fucking Lil Reese said some shit. I forget where it was, but Six Nine came back at him with a video of him like sh- getting beat up and some shit and getting shitting on himself. Oh my god! And then he made a fucking reenactment of that video with himself and his hobie. Uh, he was supposed to, he's playing little Reese, and he's he's wearing like underwear over his pants, but like his he's acting like you know just he's just wearing straight up underwear with shit stains on it. Like 
This had some yellow shit stains on him. And he was pretending, getting beat up, pretend. <coughs> I'm sorry if I'm going over my words right now. Uh, he was all doing this shit. Like, he put it on Instagram. I was like, bruh. And he posted the original video of Lil Reese getting fucked up and shitting himself. I'm like, bruh. If I'm Lil Reese, I was telling this to my brother. How the fuck am I just going to talk out and talk out or act hard if I know a video like this exists, bruh? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, even if I am hard or like tough as fuck, you, you gotta know that's ammunition for the enemy, bro. Like, come on, bro. You can't, you can't be talking shit like that, knowing like, either that you, you either that or you just gotta be like Eminem from Eight Mile and just own that shit. Yeah, I shit myself, bro. <laughs> oh fuck. <clears throat> oh man, and I guess uh. There's reports of like little uh, six nine. Uh, his team is like contacting these rappers. Like I think it was Lil Durk and someone else, or Lil Durk and TJ, Lil TJ. Um, I know Durk, but I don't know the other guy. But I've heard his name. Um, two young rappers coming up, or I think Durk's been around for a minute, not too long. Um, I don't know his career like that. Um. But I guess they're as the six nine team asking them to continue with the whole trolling against six nine, you know, like this whole back and forth thing, so that way they can get views and shit, and that they're uh, they'll pay them. And I guess he showed you know receipts and shit. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's kind of what you expected, but uh, for what is I don't know what it is what it is. I mean, like this nigga six nine, he's gonna be in history rap history for a good pop culture history for a good minute you can't fight that like no matter how this ends or whatever he he's a uh he's definitely uh for the times you know what i'm saying like this is the kind of way people were he's like he's like the symbolic representation of who we were as a culture at this moment like you know you got people reconsidering or just like making mockery of the whole gangster law of like don't snitch it's like this nigga snitched and he's more popular and he got out of jail and he's known and like he's walking these streets sure with hella guards and shit like uh like he can't go nowhere without them i don't know how this nigga's making money like that i mean i'm sure he's making money but like it's just it's gotta be diminishing over time because he's not like as strong as he's not consistently strong or consistently gaining hella views. He's getting million of views, true. But I don't know. It's just really crazy how he's making money. And maybe he's just like under that uh, informant protection where like they just fund him. Uh, and maybe like in this grand scheme of things, he's actually doing some kind of service for the government or I don't know. I just this whole thing like. It's a it's a real weird fucking thing. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they have a documentary. Of this guy like breaking down his whole career and everything he was involved in. Like, I can't. I used to bump his music. It is what it is. Um, I like this shit, but I haven't been able to bump his music since uh, since he got cop in this shit. If I, uh, when he was in court and shit like that in prison or jail or, uh, PC, um, 
I if a song came on, I'd hear it. I'd hear it, but I wouldn't go search for it. But since he's been out, man, I just can't bring myself to do it. Um, I represent. I I I I can respect the grind. Respect uh, respect like the fucking mentality and the hustle of it of it all. But personally, it's like I'm gonna keep an eye and see what this nigga does. I'm not gonna go search for him or some shit like that. I'm not gonna support him. He's kind of like the nigga, like you don't fuck with, right? Like, not that you're scared of some shit, but like, you know that that like if you're working with or like you have to be around these niggas, you like that nigga's wild. That nigga's doing some stupid shit. You know, I it's entertaining, but I'm not gonna involve myself with him because I don't want I don't like that guy or what he's about. But you know. It's kind of, it's kind of is what it is mentality. <laughs> oh shit! But uh, yeah, I I can't I can't fuck with his music, man. And it sucks, man. That guy used to fucking. If I need energy or like fucking like, shit needs to get going. It's like good workout music. It was just, it was intense. I mean, yeah, it sure the same music over and over. But, yo, guy did something. You know, he's the first to do it. You know. I just hope it doesn't negatively. It seems like it might, in the long run, negative negatively impact the hip hop culture, where it changes the mindset, the status of everything. Um, I don't know. Some, I guess, some can argue that that's been gone for a while, and like no one respects anything anymore. No one has uh, <coughs> honor in a sense, I guess. I might just be wrong for thinking that that might be in this game, you know, like honor, respect. I mean, it's a music industry, bro. Like niggas is wild. Niggas to get down and shit like that. Like good people get fucked over from my here. Um, yeah, it's kind of like I've been more thinking about that gray, that gray kind of world. Like living in that gray, um, where it's like there's good and bad, but sometimes you just need to be, I guess, the anti-hero or the fucking the person who can walk on the other path, not not for a long time where it becomes who they are as a person, but like they have that talent or skill to be able to walk on the other side for a moment. In order to get back to where they needed to go, you know what I'm saying? It, it, I'm speaking in fucking, I'm speaking in fucking uh, vague terms, but I, I know there's an understanding for people what what I'm talking like this. It's um, I mean I can't give any examples, but we all we're all similar, you know. We all think the same like this, and you know, and it's like. To walk that line between good and evil, you know what I'm saying. Um, you just hope each decision you make doesn't corrupt your your soul a little bit here and there. Um, some things I do believe need to be done. You need to get done, you know. And we live a, in the grand scheme of things, it's a short life. Humans live have a short lifespan, but it be feeling fucking long, man, to us because we're in the moment. We're living it. Like, to not get your hands dirty at some point, 
That's tough. And if you don't get your hands dirty, are you able to survive or like, you know, like to do what is necessary? Like, uh, I forget this quote. I was talking about Devontae a while back. This good thing where like a good person, like you don't know if you're a good person unless you uh, know what it is to be evil. If you know what it is to be, I'm paraphrasing. If you know what it is to be evil, that means you know that you have either done or almost contributed to doing something evil, um, but you didn't. Or if you, or you, if you did, you understand you can go to that length, you can go that far. But so on a daily basis, you choose not to be that, which that's the only way you can be good. You can only be good if you know you can truly be evil because you're making a decision every day to be good. Whereas if someone who's just straight out good, that means they never really had the uh, opportunity to be evil. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess uh, if I had to say. uh, I can't even put put an example, but like. Hopefully it's understandable when I say it like that. Um, because that person who's just always been good and never done evil, they've never been tested. And so they might not truly know themselves when put under pressure or put in a situation where they can fuck other, others over, you know, or do something evil. That they, like if they, at some point we're all like that. Until we do the thing that's evil. And then it's important to come back from that with the lesson or knowing that, okay, what I did was wrong. I'm not going to do that shit again. I don't like doing shit like that. I don't like how it made me feel, how it made me, made me look, how it affected others. I don't deal with that shit. That's not me. Cool. You learn from it. Whereas that person who's just straight up good, they there's more of a chance that they might just continue with that evil slowly down the road. Maybe not be as evil as whatever they had to do in that situation, but it's a slow decline for their internal, that internal mechanism of who they are as a person. Um, yeah, hopefully I'm not being too fucking out there and vague and <sighs> I'm just rambling, you know, it's a lot of what this podcasts are. Um, it'd be dope to have a co-host and shit. Uh, only because, you know, I can, a nigga can run out of topics and, like, just go on a fucking whole, on a whole thing about one subject. Um, hopefully you guys are entertained because um, I don't want to bore you guys. Um, but, yeah, I'm see what else I got. I have a few topics. Um, something I want to mention, I guess, real quick, was just like, I'm trying to get better at, um, this whole week, uh, at network, not networking, but like, well, contacting people I need to contact and getting certain, uh, certain stuff up, like be on it. Like during it, honestly, during this whole quarantine, um, I'm really proud of myself, uh. Because people have been making a point since it started, like, since this quarantine, either this is really showing, like, I guess, 
how serious you are about stuff because if you didn't have a job you're you you're either trying to find a way to make money you might have to sacrifice and do something you might not want to do but you're trying to you're trying to survive and I can appreciate that because he's like when pushes push comes to shove as a person if I know I'm able to no matter what find a way to survive and that's cool um if it, if it's doing something like oh my bad I'm fucking I was massaging my shoulder right now it's my fucking sore I ain't getting punched or some shit but fucking feels like it got hit <laughs> I swear to God my if my brother beat my ass in my sleep bro <laughs> oh my god fucking shoulders all fucked up um but like you're finding ways to make money during this um or you're grinding even harder than you were before the pandemic because times are tough. Uh, like I said, my homie Devontae, like that, that nigga's been grinding, bro. Like more customers during this quarantine, uh, making more money than he did pre-quarantine. Um, it just shows strength, man. Uh, you know, you got people who are being more consistent, you know, finding jobs or like push comes to shove you know like even if staying a job uh not in a job you like but in a job like you just have to deal with especially you can't just like quit a job during the pandemic bro you have to make sure you can uh you your support and shit like that <clears throat> unless you need to honestly i believe in like if you need to quit something to focus on what you need to do then cool just do it you know uh don't don't let yourself be miserable and shit like that because that's that's fucking up the mindset and the whole the whole process of fucking everything, you know? Because if your mind goes, then your body goes, and then everything's fucked. Your relationships and et cetera. Um, but, like, in this grind, like, I was able to, like, I came back from my trip two weeks. I think I had less than two weeks uh, not having a job. And, like, one week just not having a job and nothing and everything was fine then the second week the pandemic started didn't have a job but started looking and i had to be like you know with you know with uh someone i know i I had to be like i hate doing this i hate doing this but it's it's pride it's really pride um you're just asking someone you know like hey um would it be cool if I worked at your job? Do you think you can help me out with finding a job? Yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for this job I have and for who gave it to me. Who, the people who gave it to me. Um, but, man, as a man, dude, if you've been in a situation where you just had to sacrifice your manliness or your manhood or your pride... And just be like, hey, I have to take, I have to take a knee. I have to ask for help. It hurts, Loki. It, it does. I've been in a few situations where, like, I've done that, and they're like, yeah, I got you. Nothing ever comes out from it. I'm, I don't mention it again. I'm just like, cool. I recognize it. I realize. And I'm moving on. That won't be asked of you again. Cause it was tough for me to do it. And I know you can see it was tough for me to do it. And, s- and still nothing came from it. Cool. I'm going to keep it moving. 
we're just gonna do each other we're not gonna you might be a good person overall I'm gonna just keep moving you know I'm not gonna hold this against you I'm just gonna keep on moving I just know how far you would go or like your limits or uh, how much how much you say one thing and shit like that I'm not gonna go into it but uh yeah with this whole quarantine I made like my whole business mindset has been getting more stronger and my whole like time not time constraints but deadlines deadlines are beginning more critical for me like I'm keeping on schedule I'm like yo we got this dude but we also got this we got like five different five different sectors of this whole one grand scheme I'm trying to maintain in my mind and my writings like check it off okay we got this how far are we in this section of let's say marketing or let's say uh contacting other artists or uh uh trying to respond you know in a timely manner with this person and that person uh make sure we're still on uh on a good track on a good track to do whatever we need to do and it's just my multitasking is getting better and my responsibilities and more uh of what i'm considering is important is more it's coming out more i'm still having i'm still having hard times within shit i'm sure even the most successful people have this but it's tough because you want to hear this from like people who are already doing it like like a big name like say kevin hart or jeff bezos i don't know these people just came to my mind right now but like you want to hear the daily struggles and shit. Um, and it sucks. Well, I'm trying to... With this podcast, another aspect of it that I like is that it's documenting and documenting my mindset and my activities in this part of my life to where... Because if I'm successful, I might just be focusing on trying to be successful and get to the end point that I don't keep track of the journey and what changed in my life or what, like these critical times in my life were like I was hit with a um, a crossroads and I had to make a decision on something morally or physically or like just a part of my whole story and I don't want to get to the end to where like someone who's at the beginning who represented who I was at the beginning I could see little qualities of who I was and I decided to help them and I'm like I can't relate to them I can't I can't give them lessons I basically like I want to do good I want to teach them how to be better but like I'm so far into this journey that I reached the end but I didn't keep track of each identifying marker of what like a identify marker of the good quality that I need or the quality that I needed to change and how I changed it. So basically it's like, I didn't take notes. I didn't pay attention to how I got here. I just got here. I was, and that might be good because you might be so fucked up and that you're like, I just need to get out. I just need to be narrow-minded, focus on the end goal to the point where I'm like, fuck everything around me. This is my goal. I'm a fucking take it. I'm gonna take that shit down. Um, and if that's the kind of strength that needed for you to do or get out of the situation mindset or the emotional turmoil that you need to do, 
they cool, you know. Um, it's just I know that that's a part that might get sacrificed when in the end, you know what I'm saying? Because I would love to help someone. Like, I like to help someone uh, even here and there. Like, okay, you might not be ready for me to help you, but let me give you a little, let me say something a little bit that might help you want to change your mindset and get you going in the right direction. I don't want to force myself on you, but I do want to give you a little seed, you know? A little seed that will, like, implant itself in your head and start growing and start making you think different. Um, Because I've been there, you know, and shit like that. And so basically, uh, like, for instance, one of the things I started doing, um, I even, this is me on my home mindset. It's like, it's fucked. I'm trying to get my shit better. But one of the things I started doing was Stop saying the word trying. Try or trying. I used to say it so much. To now, it's like, fuck, I always said it. Because I didn't want to give myself responsibility of falling through with something. It was un- it was un- non-conditional, but um, sub- subconsciously. Uh, yeah, I was subconsciously doing that to myself. Like, I'll try. Because I want to give myself an out. I don't want to take full responsibility or failure. <clears throat> and so, I'd either I wouldn't say it. I'll say the thing I was going to say. Just take out the word try. Like, I'll do I'll do something. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. Or, yeah, I can do it. Um, or, yeah, I got you. Just straight up, like, just accept the responsibility. Um, that really helped. Um like listening to motivational speakers, first twenty minutes of the day helps get you, get your mind settled and help get you uh, focused and like clears your your mind. Because if you're not keen or observant of it, then you won't really understand it until you start bettering yourself in this way. Then you're like, "Fuck, I'm catching myself doing things that I would not have caught myself." Like for instance, I was watching a video just like today. Uh, first 10 15 minutes just watching the video just about someone uh talking uh it's just a drama video right and then i'm taking a shower i'm i'm thinking my mind's all racing low-key it's like fuck i got this focusing i'm focusing on my negative aspects or just shit i gotta deal with and then i'm like fuck I, because i just woke up i needed something to grab my attention otherwise i was gonna fall back asleep and be late for work. And then this is the first video that sparked my interest. I'm like, oh, let me see what they got to say. And I said, I heard it. It wasn't much of a add-on or not to my life. But, um, yeah, and I was just caught myself. I'm like, fuck. I'm in this stale-ass, n- negative, mind-numbing mindset right now. And it's because of the fucking video I watched. I didn't start my day off right. Um, it's small shit like that. Like since I've done it so many times, I can recognize it, and so that's all. That's all that is. I mean, the more you do the positive and the positive shit that you need to do, the more you can recognize what you're actually doing. Because everyone's in this mind-numbing state of, I guess, uh, the same day-to-day, um, I guess, path. Like what I started doing. Another thing is, I stopped. Having that Monday to Friday, five days a week, workday mindset. 
like it feels fucking good bro because i used to dread like everyone does this like if i if i have the weekends off from school or from fucking work uh saturday's the day you live it up sunday you gotta sit in and fucking your mind starts fucking going crazy because like fuck i gotta go to work tomorrow on monday I hate Mondays. I don't want to deal with all this shit. I just know just going work, going in on work the first day. I'm going to be droggy as hell. Tuesday, I'll be better. But fuck, Monday, bro. I don't want to deal with that shit. Bro, once I got that shit out of my mindset, it was just like, cool. Another, you know, I'm working this many days of the week. Cool. I have one day off, and then I'm working two more days. And then another thing to help with this is that my work schedule was all crazy. I, I'd work... At that time in my life, I worked six or seven days. I used to have days off where my day off would be like, I don't know, Sunday. And then I'd work Monday through Thursday with Friday being my second day off. And then Saturday working and then Sunday and going back to the, and that whole routine. And so that broke me on my mindset because it was just like, yo, just appreciate the day you have off. Um, and just like even on your days off grind motherfucker like take care of your responsibilities and do what you need to do and like don't think like don't think of like oh I'm I'm fucking ruining my relaxation my relaxation time nah bro you don't want to be relaxed like that you want to keep going bro um some days you have to recognize though like I took it slow I did stuff yesterday but I took it slow for the most part, most part because of the heat, and I knew that I was gonna cut myself some slack, cause I'm trying to get better at cutting myself some slack because I'm my most hated critique or uh, I'm just I fucking I grant I get myself I get myself tough like a motherfucker. I'm sure everyone's like that too, uh, for the most part, but it's uh. I'm just, my bad. I lost my train of thought. I'm trying to think of it right now. Uh, yeah. So I was just having. I stopped having that Monday day, that five days a week. Like, thank God it's Friday. I stopped thinking that. I never said it, really. Um, but I stopped thinking about it. I'm like, so what? Just go in, get out, do my job. Boom. Now I can have some time by myself. And I can. I used to. I. I still do. I. I work after I work. I work on what I need to get done. So that way, it's like every single moment you're working so you can appreciate that if you take a break cool you can you can understand why you're doing it and you can appreciate the time you're taking off for yourself um you know everyone's everyone's different in terms of energy and mindset and like that so if you need to take a day off cool but then if you're doing some things that you need to get done while taking a day off then dope i mean you're still moving that that needle, you know, to a better life and shit. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Oh, fuck! I didn't even say what the fuck the reason I was bringing that up. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to own my own RSS feed. Uh, RSS, I think, believes I believe it stands for really simple syndication or really simple. I think might it might be syndication, but it's basically for uh. It's a link or code that you have when you're podcasting um, 
or I guess any article or shit, shit like that. Something that can be directed. To, like So, like, I have an RSS feed with Anchor and a company called Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout, I could put all my... Um, I have to find another one because they have a time limit or a time how many hours of audio you can put on their site. It's a it's a hosting site for podcasts. Uh, Anchor is too. Um, but so you put your stuff on there, and then Anchor has an RSS feed. It's like a link that gets given out to Apple, Google, all these other podcasting sites because Anchor, its thing is that it can distribute your podcast that you have on its hosting site to other distributors same thing with buzzsprout how do you get buzz how to get buzzsprout for apple apple was i don't know if they're only accepting buzzsprout but it's what they recommended for you to have your stuff on their store on their site apple music or i mean apple podcasts um, I had to make an account like that. I don't really fuck with Apple like that. I have an Android. Y'all already know the war between Android and iPhone. It's the same shit, basically. It is what it is. I'm thinking about switching iPhone, to be honest, though. Um, little change might be nice. Uh, yeah, honestly, just for the camera, honestly. <clears throat> um, but basically, I'm trying to figure out how to own my own RSS feed. Some people recommend a website, but I'm not trying to have a website right now because I don't have stuff to put on a website right now. Um, I'm just gaining traction. I'm not really... I don't really have that amount of of items or stuff uh, behind my name. My art, you know, my name for it. Like, I don't have merchandise. I don't have tours that I can list on the website. I don't have other stuff I'm doing I'm like building that up right now and then the reason for that is I don't want to be paying for a monthly subscription of a website just to have barely anything on it I'm not at that point yet if financially it's not I don't believe it to be a good move right now to give myself another expense um I'm trying to be smart about it uh so I'm think if I find a good hosting site that allows me to have the RSS like the RSS mine or I don't know if I would need to make a custom one because the reason for that is that if you had your own website you can make a custom one or a custom uh, you can make a custom RSS um, link and so that when you share it it'll bring people to your website where your podcast is located and it's your link that it's it's the thing that people click and bring it to your site whereas if you do it through anchor i believe um it'll bring them to the anchors site and then you pick whatever distributing app that you use and technically i believe it'll be anchors rss um, link that you're clicking on. I am, I'm still in the middle of trying to understand it. It's it's simple, but it's complicated. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. Um, I just got my shit to Apple right now. Um, I load this episode up. up. 
I'm still skeptical if it's going to work still again. I, I, I'm like hesitant, but I'm going to do it. Uh, it's already up on Apple and Spotify, all that. Um, I got to do it Google. But, um, some quick things. Uh, I'm a week late, but I heard the, the locks and uh, DMX have a song together called Bout Shit. It was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it, man. It was... It's crazy seeing uh he looked healthy, a healthy DMX. Um he, the way I could tell he looked he- healthy low key was that this nigga got a belly to him now. Like he's still thin, he's still like little strong uh little thin on the top like the chest. Uh, but you can see a little bit in his uh his cheeks, his face. He's got a little bit bigger, but his stomach just he has a little bit of a he has a gut now. He's a big dude. Um and usually, like, I've been around family members who have done drugs and shit like that. Who are, like, thin. Like, they may even be heavy and shit like that, but they look frail looking. Um, and uh, once, if they, if they kicked it or during the time that they've kicked it, um, before they've gone back, they, uh, they have this healthier look. Even if they're unhealthy, it's, he- it's a healthy look. Like... It's one of those things where, like, if you don't know, you won't understand it. But if you know, you know. Like, sure, maybe he, if they were on drugs, they were a lot thinner and shit like that. But they were frail looking. They were really, like, weak. Um, but because they're off of drugs, they resort to eating a lot more. Um, kind of, you know, trying to find another low-key drug. You know, eating can be a drug and shit like that. and Because, you know... it. It's something stimulating, and sometimes food, you might use food to kind of help with your feelings and shit, or you're, 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 you depend on food more. So basically, you get you get bigger, but your your skin looks better, you, your mind, you just look, you just give off this aura of, like, healthiness. Um, like, like, with DMX, like, he had a little gut, he had a gut, he's unhealthy, but he's not starving himself or depriving himself and being on those drugs that would like keep him at that frail thin state and so I was like it was just happy and cool to see man you know it seems like he hasn't really lost it you know he was on his course he had a good fucking he had some dope lines like there was this line uh, he said um, fuck I think I wrote, wrote it down he said uh, you ain't been with it X been the Grim Ripple since he said you ain't been with it. X been the Reaper since the beginning. Ah, I don't know. I fought, I, I lost my mind on that line. It's simple, but yo, the way he delivered it, and it was just like fuck, dog. That was dope. It was hella dope. Um, yeah. Um, and then seeing Jada Kiss and then uh, doing his shit on that, it was cool. Uh, it was just something quick. Uh, I've never really listened to DMX was the only Rough Rider besides Eve a little bit. Rough Rider, he, uh, they were the only two Rough Riders I really listened to. I grew up with Eve mainly when she became a pop star and then movie star, and then she kind of stopped doing all that shit. But that's why I knew her from as a kid. And then you know everyone knew DMX, and you know his songs and shit. Songs were used in movies all the time and all that. So I knew who DMX X was. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess something quick. I don't know much about it. I just read a. Uh, I just read a uh, 
article from like Hot 96 and shit, but I guess ASAP Ills dropped ASAP Fur about a year ago, and they're just commenting on it now. Um, that sucks, man. There's a big, there were a big group. I mean, uh, it seemed like some some shit happened behind the scenes, obviously, but I don't know. I I don't know how well they are friends and shit like that. It's just uh, it sucks. Like if those are your real homies and then being dropped like that. I mean, I think ASAP Ferg has it to be. I think he'll be here in the rap game for a good minute, for a while. It just sucks at this moment, you know. Uh, the guy who made ASAP Mob drops him and shit, and then he has his other homie like, hey, if he wants to drop him, drop him. I'm paraphrasing, but uh, yeah. And it just, um, it just feels like one of those things where the group is slowly breaking up. Um, breaking apart. Um, I don't know how what I never followed them tough, but it seems like after Yams passed, slowly, slowly the the whole group and everyone in it is getting distant and not, not you know, not showing up for each other, or riding with each other. I don't know though. Obviously, I'm just doing a quick comment on them. Um, because it's rap, and I'm into hip hop. I do hip hop music and shit like that. And I'm doing a podcast, so I want to mention some hip hop shit that's happening around. Um. Yeah, honestly, I don't. Besides Yams, besides Ferg, besides Rocky, I don't really know who the other members are. I didn't really follow them. I don't know what it is now. I don't really follow people. If that's, oh, I don't follow rappers as closely as I did, because it makes me feel like I'm a fan because I'm investing so much time in what they do. I'm not focusing on myself. Um, hopefully that makes sense, and hopefully it's a right mindset. Because I'm trying to be successful, but I don't want to hang on their move, watch all their social media movements, watch their YouTube movement, YouTube movements, read their articles and shit like that. Uh, maybe that's just a young man's thing or a young, you know, young person's game. You know, when they're abs- absolute fans and. They're not fully invested in their own selves because they're spending time seeing what this other person does, you know? I never liked watching vlogs of people. Only in the beginning of of YouTube, you know, when YouTube did that a little bit. Um, But I grew out of that face. But, like, when all these rappers had daily vlogs and shit like that, I never watched it. Um, I didn't want to see this person partying. I didn't want... if they had something cool to say, cool. But I didn't. I just didn't want. I just didn't like that. Like the whole Wiz Khalifa doing the, the. I think he was one of the first rappers to do it. Um, but the vlogging on tour and shit like that. Uh, I just didn't want to invest myself in them. Fuck! I should probably get ready for work right now. Luckily, I'm like nearby. Um, Yeah, I just didn't want to invest myself into them too much because I'd be taking away time for myself. And I'd be, it's like that fan mindset. Maybe sure every once in a while for one particular person, cool. But like to do it audio, to do it to every rapper you fuck with and shit like that. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I want to be there beside them. I don't want to follow them. 
so I'm trying I started looking at at this at this situation like they were gonna be my peers one day and so I didn't want to come in with this whole like oh man I've loved you ever since this 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 oh when you did that did that did that I don't want to make it weird for them and I don't want to be going I mean when it happens it's probably gonna happen involuntarily look there's only like one person it, it I guess it surprises you when you uh when you do when you do this but like when you get flustered seeing someone like you really like and you really fuck with like um uh like I, I got this thing with like I changed my mindset just I tweaked it a little bit but like I used to be like I don't believe in idols fuck that even if you're this huge star nigga you you just a man you just a woman bro we're on the same okay man we're not on the same level but you just a person bro like I'm not gonna treat you any differently I don't give a fuck um cause some some people be abusing the respect or be like or be like you gotta respect me cause I this, this and that, that that nah bro I respect you for your attitude and how you treat people I don't care if you're a legend in anything bro if you fucking act like a motherfucker I'm gonna treat you like a bitch ass motherfucker bro like anyone can get on this level with me bro um but I surprised myself like you, you most of y'all not even gonna know who this is but I went to Johnny Cupcake <laughs> Johnny Cupcakes he's his uh clothing designer me and my boy since high school been fucking with he just has cupcake designs his whole his whole packaging and his stores are uh cupcake uh bakery based so like his product coming to in, from a bakery box um there's just ba- this bakery cupcake style infused in his designs it's fucking dope like it's like when you go to a store like he had a pop-up shop and it was just like um well not that one specifically it was a halloween theme but he has pop-up shops or shops where just like people set up their these stores for like a day or two and it looks like you're walking into a bakery they're like what would you like today uh da, da, da. and they deliver it to you like actual like treats and shit like that it was dope it's just it's just dope. Um, but when I seen him, man, I got flustered. I'm like, fuck, bro. You Johnny Cupcakes, bro. Like, yo, to my boy, I'm like, yo, we've been talking about this nigga for fucking years, bro. Because we, we didn't think we were actually going to see him. Because sometimes he shows up at pop-up shops. Because it happened all around the country, different places. He's from Boston. Uh, I believe he's from Boston. Um, but, yeah. Bro, I asked the stupidest fucking question. I'm like, yo, how like... You run this shit like? Do you have anyone helping you? It's like, nigga, why the fuck? When am I? When am I gonna ask that shit? Of course he does, bro. It's just, I, I looked at his face. It was like, yeah, or it was just like, duh, kind of. I was like, I'm so fucking stupid right now. <laughs> oh man, you just never know who you, who's gonna fucking, who you gonna turn turn on, who you gonna, who's gonna make you turn into that back into that fan that you were when you meet them, man. So I'm like, if you got love for them, you got love for them, man. And screw the show appreciation, man. But like I said, if you're acting like an asshole, you're going to be treated like an asshole, bro. It's just, oh, man. That's just a fond memory of mine, man. Yeah, waiting in line for his, his gear and shit like that. I don't, bu- I don't buy clothing as much. I don't, I'm, fashion-wise, I'm not really... 
I'm trying to get better, but I'm not really up to date or because I'm a big nigga. And so like clothes had to be especially bought or like you had to shop for stores so I couldn't get the the cool shit. And so my demeanor and my attitude towards it kind of diminished a little bit. So I'm like, wherever I can get, I can get. And I wear baggy clothes and my style is low key from the 90s, you know, with the tin boots, always wearing boots, fucking baggy jeans, baggy hoodie and a jacket. Like I'm a hoodie. Like my main apparel is hoodie, a black hoodie, baggy black pants, and boots, and a beanie. So I'm like, it's like I walked straight out of the fucking '90s, bro. I remember when I used to wear uh, South pa- South Paul, or that's that those blue jeans and shit, and then like South something. Uh, I forget what it was. Um, yeah, man. Ah, fuck. Let me cut this out. Uh Shit, man, I had a good episode. This was a good episode. I'm really fucking with it. I had a good energy, and I wasn't rambling, or I didn't get off pace. I don't believe. Um, hopefully, you guys fuck with it. Uh, it's going to be up tomorrow, Tuesday morning. Um, should be available on Apple, Spotify, and all, uh, Anchor. Um, yeah, I, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm put this up tonight. Uh, yeah, man. Check you guys out next time. I still have some topics I didn't even mention. Um, I'm putting uh, some serious ones, so that'd be another good episode. Um, and yeah, fuck. I'm wondering if I should even record another episode tonight because I'm feeling in a good mood right now. This really turned my mood because, like I was saying, I was in a fucking numbass state mindset today. But yeah, this really turned it up. It's going to be a hot-ass day. Fuck, man. I got to get some shit done. Contact some people and all that. So I'll check you guys out later. Hope you have a good-ass day. You know, stay on your shit. And uh, fuck. Next time, bro.